1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same
2: premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities.
1: So do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full
0: terms.
3: Powered and unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to Practice of the Practice.com forward slash network. Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am gonna teach you how to identify who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. Hey ladies, welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. I have to say this episode is so good and came at a time that I really needed it. I've never recorded an episode that was faith-based. Today's guest is a speaker, writer, coach, and spiritual director. Her signature process has helped hundreds of women turn their struggles into a source of strength to propel them forward and not hold them back. She believes that it's only when we face our challenges that we can take back control and triumph over them. Over the past 15 years, she has helped hundreds of women not just survive their trials, but use them, learn from them, and find confidence and peace so they can empower and uplift others. So please help me by welcoming Sherilyn Decker.
2: Hey, Sherilyn. Hey, Veronica. Oh, it's so, I'm so excited to be here. I, well, I
3: have to tell you, you are going to be the first person on this show that we're going to discuss faith. Like this is the first time ever. So I'm super excited to have you on.
2: Wow. Well, you know, I just, uh, we'll do our best to represent God well.
3: (laughs) Well, I trust in you, girl. I trust in you. So can you please share with us your story? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, it was a cold day in February. It's like the last Friday of the month. And I was a consultant. I was working from home and my phone rang. And the voice on the other end was my boss. And he says, I'm sorry, Sherilyn, but your position has been eliminated. And I was on the phone so he couldn't see me. And I have this white leather chair in my office and I just collapsed in it with tears streaking mascara down my face and in that one phone call we lost 60% of my family's income because I was the breadwinner oh my god yeah and all of those thoughts that will we get through this how will we get through this we're running through my head you know and I'm a—I I mean I'm a Jesus girl I know how to trust God Yet this really put a test to that and my finances obviously became a hot mess and so did the rest of my life because there was so much of my identity that was attached to what I did that I was shattered and I had just lost my confidence. I lost the belief in myself, in my abilities and I just was frozen in fear. Yeah. I feel that.
3: I feel that. Yeah. So 60% of your income, Mm -hmm. I grow what, (laughs) like I'm thinking, okay, well, that's it. Like, yeah, we can pick ourselves up and and keep moving. However, like the minute you get that phone call, I, I don't know. The the main word that comes up for me is complete defeat. Like complete defeat. How do I, how do I share this with my family? How do I, share this with my kids. How do I pay my mortgage? How do I pay the electricity? Um, mm-hmm. Were you guys kind of living paycheck to paycheck at the time? Did you guys have the savings? What did that look like? That's, that's where my head's going right now.
2: Yeah. And all of those questions are exactly what was going through my mind. And I had had an inkling that this was coming and I am a saver by nature. I'm tend to be a little frugal my husband says i'm you know a tight wad <laughs> so we had a savings we knew principles of you know financial management putting you know paying ourselves first putting a percentage percentage of our money into savings so we had a nest egg it was not huge yeah. um it was still We were living outside of Washington DC. And for those of you who are familiar with those big cities that require two incomes, you're right. 60% was a huge hit. Mm -hmm. And we had gotten to the place where we were in our careers where we had started to outsource some stuff. I had a housekeeper. I loved them. Yeah. They were wonderful. Don't that was like away. my biggest energy drainer, right? Mm-hmm. And so when away. I could get rid of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> when I could get rid of that and hire someone else to do that and then to have to call the people that I loved who were serving me and tell them I had to let them go, I mean, it was a trickle effect. Yeah, And you know just the life that we led... I mean, just when we had to tighten the belt, of course, and there were some things that we could do to kind of reduce our expenses, but there were plenty of things like that we couldn't do. We couldn't change the mortgage. I couldn't change the payment on the school loans. We made phone calls and said, Hey, I lost our job. Try to get deferment of some things, trying to be smart and be good with the, you know, the financial advice that we were given. But at the end of the day, I can tell you, well, really at the end of the month, there was way more month left at the end of the money. And quicken was that's what we used, was bright red. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how this is gonna work. Yeah. And I still don't know how it's gonna work because I am absolutely certain that God's math is not two plus two equals four. Yeah. It is not. And I have evidence of that. Because I always knew in my head that God was my provider. But I'm a type A, very driven, high D girl who just gets stuff done. Mm -hmm. Like, give me the plan. I execute. You know, I can set Mm -hmm. the vision. I can set the strategy. Let's just go do it. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do anything about this. Nothing. And yeah, you know, okay, Sherilyn, go get a new job. But, you know, maybe we'll talk about that, about how that just ended up, you know, not going the direction that I wanted. But here we were in this place where I really had to trust the Lord for where my source, for being my source of where my income was going to be coming from.
3: How did you do that? Because, I'm, you know, when you're saying you're type A, and, you know, okay, let's go. Let's get up and, and and make this work. We we have to make this work. And then you mentioned, you know, the month, the money ending before the month ended. And it's like, I, I feel that. I'm, I'm over your stress now. How are we going to pay this? How are we going to pay this, Sherilyn? You know? I go into, sometimes I, I I will admit this, I'll go into, okay, step aside, God. Like I get you do all of these things, magical and holy and all of the above. However, you're not working fast enough. So I need you to step aside. I need you to go over there because you did all of that and watch what I can do. And every single time I've done that, I've fallen on my butt so hard, so, so hard but it's this control. I, I need this control because fear's coming up. I'm scared out of my mind. I don't have the answers and I need them right now because my family's dependent on me. My household is dependent on me from what you're sharing. And I I can't fail them. So how, how did you get there? How did, like, you're trusting God and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, girl, you still got to pay that mortgage. You still, are you? Okay. Yeah, so what does you it doing? look Like
2: with skin on, right? Yes. And I can tell you, it's a very scary place. It's a very scary place to be on your butt in the bottom of the pit and have no one else. And, you know, it's not like I wasn't trying. It's not like I didn't do the no. stuff that I could do, have resumes out there, networking, doing all the things I could do to try, talking to headhunters, all of that. But still, there's that gap when you've got to cover it. And I can tell you that I don't know how many times God just showed up. We would have an electric bill that came, and it would be the same amount of, as my Costco rebate check. What? <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I like, believe almost it. down, I believe Like, almost it. down, not down to the penny, but to the dollar. So there'd be a little bit extra, because that's what God does. When he gives you something, there's usually a little bit left over. And so we would have this Costco rebate check, right? Sometimes they're 80 bucks. Sometimes they're 120 bucks just to spending, spending mm-hmm. on how much you spend at Costco. We're Costco people. Yeah. So we have me too, <laughs> to, girl. Me too. me too. Our membership I is covered. I love that dang Chuck. I love those yeah. checks. So now that's money that I don't have to allocate because it just came in at the right time. And so here I am stressing in this place of, I can't in my own strength. And God says, I know, will you trust me? Will you let me out of the corner and let me drive? And that, the the posture of letting go was prying open my tightly clenched fist. That's the only way to describe it, is I was t- holding on to control so tightly. And he's like, let go and trust me. And I mean, that's a hard place to be. I'm oh, a whole lot better off now than in that trust department with finances, just because I've seen him. Because I can tell you, once God provides for a certain dollar value... In my business it 's you know it it looks one way, and so if i 've seen God provide that dollar value before then i don 't have to stress about that because you 've done it once, and I have evidence of him doing it once, so when the next electric bill came i didn 't have to worry about it because I knew that somehow. It would show up and we didn't have family members. I mean, we, they were like, let us know, let us know. Well, you know, we really had too much pride. We weren't going to be like, Hey, you know, yeah, buy me groceries. Yeah. But I would tell you that people would, you know, our neighbors would be like, Hey, come over for a barbecue. And then that's food. I didn't have to pay yep. for. Like, Thank you. So the small little things we would find, I mean, my daughter found $50 on a walk when we were walking the dogs in the bushes, like oh what? Yeah. So I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: No, so these are uh, normal
2: things. How often have we found like five bucks in the parking lot?
3: Yeah, very, very. It just
2: happens Mm -hmm. that God when when God when we need him, he and he shows up.
3: So I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm battling with this. And if I'm battling with this, I know the listeners are battling with this, because there is a whole bunch of trust you are placing on your faith. A whole bunch of trust. When fear and uncertainty as at, is at a whole, it's like at a whole nother level, right? And so can you walk us through, how do we do that? Because yeah, I can say, okay, let go and let God, which don't get me wrong. I love that phrase because it's so powerful. And if we would just do it, maybe we wouldn't be, maybe we wouldn't be in the predicaments that sometimes we're in, you know, because again, I love that you use the word control too. So how do we get there? Because I know I've battled with it myself, and I'm very, very thankful that I've surrendered.
2: Not all of us want to let go of that.
3: Mm-mm.
2: It's a process, and that is a word I hate. Yeah. I mm, yes. being real. <laughs> I don't like process, but it's a process, and what God began to show me is that My narrative, the voices that were inside of my head, those thoughts, those fears were speaking more loudly than he was. And Mm -hmm. so he taught me to be like, okay, I want you to go find a promise in the Bible where I have said, I'm your provider. And so I just got out, you know, my Bible and, or pulled up my app and did a little word search, you know, like, right, make it easy. And I found every single place where he provided for someone else. Now I didn't have evidence yet. And so here I am standing on the fact that he's provided for all of these other people and I can say, do it for me, do it for me. So then every time that little, I got chills right now. I got chills right now. Yes. Yes. I tell you what, when we find out what the word of God says, not just about, I mean, because we, me, about me and my circumstances, and I can stand on that. Then I have something to go against those fears because when the fear little monster is on your shoulder and he's whispering in your ear, all of these, what ifs, and you're wrestling with that and you're fighting the thoughts in your head, all of that worry, all of that anxiety. I mean, it was real. Mm -hmm. It was real. I was feeling those things, but here's the truth. Feelings lie. Yes. They do. 100%. They don't always tell us the truth. No. And neither do the voices. The voice that's tell, that talks to me when I stand on the scale in the morning and tells me I'm not worthy mm-hmm. is a liar. Yeah. So the same voice that tells me that God won't is a liar because his word says he will. Yeah. So then I'm in this place where, okay, what am I going to trust? Am I going to trust the voice in my head that lies to me all the time? Or am I going to trust the truth of God's word? And then I'm I'm given this option. And then that's when I get to have control over my choice. My choice is to trust the lie or to trust the truth. And so it's just this navigation of constantly saying, Lord, where am I putting my trust? And if I'm putting my trust in you, then that means that every single time I hear those little voices that are not lining up with the truth, I have to then replace them Mm -hmm. with something that is the truth. Bingo. Just like we do in any other self talk, we have to accom- go that self talk when it says, No, no, God said he's going to provide for me. And so I don't know what that looks like, but I'll tell you what, he's never late. Yeah. He's usually not early, but he's never <laughs> late. <laughs> rarely yeah. ever is he early, but very, he's never very late. Rarely. Yeah.
3: Never late. I love that you said one thing I use often is, What do you know for sure? So I love that you said that. What is the truth? What is the truth? What do I know 100% to be true? That scale does not determine my worth. I determine my worth. And yes, you mentioned emotions. Absolutely, your emotions are valid. You're experiencing them. You're feeling them. However, the behavior is unjustified because now you're using that emotion as a guide. When we are so emotional, how many times have you maybe made some not so healthy decisions based off of whatever you were experiencing? That's what we call oh, urges yeah. and impulses, right? And so stress eating. Being oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> and so if we can do just that, what do I know a hundred percent to be true? This is not true. This is a lie I tell myself. This is me trying to gain some control. Be patient. And listen to what is true. How do we, so I'm going to tell you right now, if you were to tell me to go to um, Psalms 25 7 I'd be like, awesome. Okay, where do I go? What does this look like? How do I, how do I get myself familiar with listening to that voice and making it louder than the monster so that it can guide me to the appropriate place?
2: Repetition. Just like any other affirmation we speak over ourselves, it's not a once and done. It's constantly telling ourselves, constantly capturing those thoughts and replacing them with something else. And that might look like every five seconds at first, just like we're learning how to ride a bicycle. It's awkward to declare the word of God over ourselves, you declare any positive affirmation over ourselves mm-hmm. at first. But once we finally get the hang of the bicycle, it's easier to ride it. And then the person that's holding on to the back of the bike knows, okay, they got a little bit more balance and they can let go. And what happens? They fall. Bingo. And it's okay when we're in this place and we've been saying all these affirmations and then something comes along and throws us off. That Mm -hmm. is called life. That will happen. We have to uh, let ourselves be okay with that and be like, but that doesn't change the fact that my choice is to trust. My choice is to trust the truth. And the truth for me is God's word. And I have evidence now in my own life that every time I have to Faced with a financial decision, I can tell you just last month, Veronica, on the first, I guess it was, um, we're taping this in August. So the 1st of July, my husband was in the emergency room. This was right after my deep freeze drive died in the middle of Corona. My deep freeze died. Well, yeah. We lost tons of food, and right before that, my very expensive Dyson vacuum cleaner died. So you know what? How much that is? Let's add that all up.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: We're talking like almost ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars in, you know, expenses. Now my husband's fine. He was a swordfish alert allergy, so he's fine. But at the end of the day, this was hit after hit after hit. Yeah, and I had to come to the place with. Okay, God, I know you've got this. Because this, this you saw this coming and he promises us that he will equip us for everything. So that means he saw it coming and that we're equipped. We're empowered to face what's coming because it's going to build our character. It's going to build our strength. It's going to teach us how to trust him. So in this repetition cycle... One trial leads to another. And I promise you, whenever we're getting into getting out of a cycle of something, mm-hmm. when we change our behavior, that shifts. And we decide, I'm now going to trust this way and create new neuropathways in my brain yes. and begin to follow that. And that takes a little while. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes a new path. And so then what? Then another trial comes. And now you get to choose. Am I going to choose the old path or the new path? And then you've got the new path more worn down and it becomes easier to travel the next time. So if we can let those trials that come to our life, whether it's financial, in our marriage, whatever it is, strengthen us. And the next time a trial hits, we're more equipped, we're more empowered, we're more confident to go after it and trust God in those situations as well.
3: A hundred percent. That's also, I love that you started, that you give the example of different neural pathways. We call that neuroplasticity, being able to go ahead and develop this. We're so used to this one route. And so that's where our brain goes automatically over and over and over and over again. However, when we, we start a new path, we'll slowly, as you practice it over and over, it strengthens it, erasing the other one. The other one, you can always go ahead and strengthen it. However, it, it, it really does depend on what do you want more? And it's, as you were talking right now, I was back and forth about sharing this and I'm just going to share because I'm really big on vulnerability. So here we go. Um, I'm launching a course and uh, after we record this, it'll already be launched and done, uh, because I've given it up. I've given, I've, I've said, I, this is beyond my control, um, I every morning I've been up at like 1:30 because my team somebody that's on my team she lives in Africa and so I'm up at 1:30 getting her emails doing all these things and my marketing team there's just this this bit of a, of a of an issue um and last this 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 morning at 1:30 in the morning I was up and we couldn't access the course we're ready to launch it everything's done it's ready to go live it's supposed to go live on Tuesday and I'm thinking, what the heck am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's a free course. However, it's something big. It's, it's, it's my name, my pride, my ego. And I'm doing all of these things to try to control it. And I'm being shown over and over, this isn't on your time. This is on the time that it needs to be released. And so for right now, it's not time. I have a really, really big issue with that because just like you, I like things to be done a certain way and waiting for emails, back and forth emails. And at, at 3.30 this morning, 3.45, we decided, okay, we need to go ahead and wait for businesses to open up because I'm here in California and then we could go ahead and tackle this issue. And so it was like, just go back to sleep because, you know, I had our interview. I want to make sure I was sharp, ready to go. And I went to bed and I was like, I can't believe this. And there I am trying to come up with every single possible way to make this work. Every single possible way. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. Every single possible way, except for surrendering, letting go and giving it to God. And I say this and like tears start to come up because it's true. And I, was battling with sleeping, you know? And I was like, okay, well, you're a therapist. You can, you you teach people how to go out and relax and regulate their emotions. And it was like, you got to put this into practice. And it was like, okay, deep breathing exercises, five senses, mindfulness, progressive muscle relaxation. And then it was like, girl, prayer, like prayer. And so I prayed and It was just so amazing being able to pray. And it's so crazy that you and I are on here right now. And so I did just that. I prayed. And shortly after, I fell asleep. Mind you, I only got like maybe a couple hours of sleep. And yet when I woke up, it was with this sense of relief. This course is going to be released whenever it's going to be released. And it's not the end of the world because I have my husband who's snoring. And what a beautiful thing. He's laying right next to me, alive, healthy, snoring. What a beautiful thing that my kids are in the other room, Aubrey and Brooklyn. Even though they have their own rooms, they still sleep together. And then Aliyah, she has her friend over um, who just went through a breakup. And how thankful am I that I'm in this air-conditioned home with my husband, with the kids, and everything's gonna be okay. This is a course, and there's gonna be several courses after this. However, being able to trust in God trumps it all. Mm-hmm. And so, I thank you for sharing that story with me. I, I, I thank you for sharing your story because that, in so many ways, you know, I, I've been there, and I know most of our audience at one point in their life has also been there. I wanna ask you a question. You mentioned Roar Framework.
2: Can you please tell me more about that? Yeah. So Unleash Your Roar is the process that it's now called that God walked me through and the it's an acronym. So R stands for respond, and that's learning how to respond to those circumstances, those trials. That is the key piece. The foundational piece is responding with not grumbling and complaining, mm-hmm. but responding with the word of God. And for those of you who are just unfamiliar with how to do that, you want a place to start, or you are familiar and you're like, okay, I don't know how to pray effectively because I was raised in church. I thought I knew how to pray. Yeah. And this trial that I went through proved that I didn't. And I had to really dig in. And so I have five prayers that I can give you guys for free to give you a place to start. And I would love to do that. So I'll make that available to you. So that's the R is responding and using the word of God um, offensively to, you know, really kind of get yourself in a place of trust. The O is overcoming obstacles. And we talked about this a little bit, recognizing when we're getting caught in old patterns and old cycles, Mm -hmm. recognizing the places where we've fallen into potholes is how I like to describe it. When we realize, okay, I don't have to hit that. I can choose to do things differently and because I've learned from my lesson from the past and so when we overcome those obstacles we can know we can be a little bit more offensive because mm-hmm. we're like okay I've seen this before. Yeah. And the A is applying those lessons from past seasons. And so these could be people Um, personality types. These could be, um, oh, I've walked through something similar. And we often don't realize there's so many keys and treasures in our past. We always like to say, oh, forget the past, move on. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, there are lessons there for us to learn, which will give you keys to break through in the future. Absolutely. If I hadn't dug into my past and be like, okay, we know how to do this. We, we know how to trim our budget. We know I knew how to, you know, do some things. I could go back into some painful places of my past and say, okay, that's where I went wrong. That's where I didn't trust God. That's where I leaned into the wrong, you know, the wrong voices. Um, Whether that's, you know, friends, family, all kinds of different people trying to give you their wisdom versus what I know to be the truth, which is what God is whispering to my heart. And so that's the A. Um, So it's respond, overcome obstacles, apply lessons from past seasons. And the last R is what you do so beautifully, Veronica, and this is reveal our story Mm -hmm. to others. This is when we provide, we let that stuff we've just walked through serve us by helping someone else, because our stories are meant to give each other hope that we can all get through something similar. So whoever's listening today, who's like, oh my gosh, I walked through something similar, then my story can help set her free. It can help give her hope. And if she doesn't have examples of God providing for her, she can say, well, you did it for Sherilyn, do it for me. Yeah. Somebody who's another course creator can be like, well, you know, Veronica was able to get some rest, so do it for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what the power of our story is. So that's the power of reveal. But we really can't do that until we've done the other four steps. So unleashing your roar is I want to teach women how to unlock that inside of themselves so they can be confident and empowered and unapologetic about how they (laughs) face the trials in their life and know that I can get through this. Because let me tell you what happened. It was um, my husband's job relocated us out to Colorado, um, probably uh, th- um, three, four years ago now. When we got here, we were determined to do things different. We were determined to just live on his income, mm-hmm. and we had not been here three months, and his pay was cut. Goodness. Well, I knew what to do mm-hmm. because I had trusted God before with a bigger loss. And I knew that I could trust him again because he would do it. And he did. And so instead of collapsing in my chair with streaking mascara on my mm-hmm, face, mm-hmm. I took a nap because I had the peace that I could put my trust in God and know that he would come through. And all of those questions that filled my head in the beginning, how will we pay the bills? I knew. Yeah, I didn't know specifically how it was going to happen, but I knew it would happen. And mm-hmm. there's a difference when you're like, I got this. Yep. I got this because you equipped me with My previous trial to know I can walk through this one too. My trust, that neural pathway, that my trust is now stronger because I've walked this path before and I was successful at it. And then when that type A driven personality who life likes to throw her something, she can be like, oh no,
3: not today, not today. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. You're so right. You know, if we look at, if we look back at your story and then look back at, you know, this morning, we could have both wallowed in it and we would have still been in that same space with still no answers. However, the minute we're able to let go, the minute we're able to surrender, then we're provided with so many other opportunities. And in addition to that, we're able to go ahead and trust ourselves that we're going to get through it. And it's going to be fine. It is. It doesn't feel like it. I will guarantee. I, I I will grant you that. It does not feel like it. You know, during these times, don't get me wrong. There's still a little bit of stress with regards to the course because it still needs to get done. And, okay, there's a delay. Finding some form of acceptance in that. I love, I love your roar. I love that you're able to go out and look at past obstacles and utilize them to go ahead and you know, find strength in new ones. I love that you're able to respond. And I love that you use that word. Here's why. Oftentimes, when when we think we're responding, we're actually really reacting and we're reacting based off of emotion. When we're responding to something, we're able to pro- um, problem solve. We're able to rationalize. We're able to think a lot clearer, not driven by emotion. So, Shalyn, I want to go ahead and ask, where can we find you? So how can my audience find you if they wanted to go ahead and work with you and find out more information about what you do and how you can help?
2: Yeah, the best place would be my website, and that is SherilynDecker.com, and then the special place for your audience is forward slash E-A-U, and there'll be some free resources there, all kinds of other ways to connect with me. So that's Sherilyn, C H E R L Y N. Decker, dot com forward slash E-A-U for your unapologetic, empowered and unapologetic crew. <laughs> <group. laughs> That's a mouthful. And, um. And the other place is you can find me on all socials. And most places, it's my name as well. Um, Facebook, it's Coach Sherilyn. Every Wednesday, I do a word drop. And so I take the word of God and I flip it into a prayer. Oh. And so I just find a promise from God. It's simple. It's maybe they're not even 10 minutes long each Wednesday at um, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. So that would be nine o'clock Pacific and noon Eastern. Okay. So I do that every Wednesday. It's just a way to kind of encourage you to kind of see how easy it is to Mm -hmm. take the word of God and just stand on it. Because whenever he says he will do something, it means he will do something.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Last two questions that I ask every guest. What are you doing right now to
2: live the life you want to live? Right now I'm in a season of rest. And what that looks like is I am taking some time off um, to get the clarity on my next step forward. There have been some things that I have held on to that were mine that, you know, I had control over and I'm in a place where I'm practicing what I preach, which is the surrender. I am willing to let this go if this does not move me forward into the calling that I have. And to the people I'm called to serve, so I'm. I'm. Everything is available right now. I'm like, okay, if I don't do this anymore, if I don't do that anymore, that's okay. Where is my next step?
3: Because mm-hmm.
2: I want to make sure I'm clearly hearing um, on where I need to move, um, what my next steps are. And so I'm in a place where I'm getting in a place where I can declutter and just spend some time reading my Bible, reading you know some some books that I just haven't had a chance to catch up on, and getting out of the doer. Beautiful. So I can just be. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen. Um, so that's where I'm at. And I will be in that season until I'm released from it. And so in the past, sometimes it's been a month, which is what I have planned for. Other times it'll be a little bit longer. So I'm honoring the obligations, like, you know, this interview, you know, and mm-hmm. be like, okay, this was on my calendar. I'm going to, I'm basically doing what I've been given to do. So if I wake yeah. up in the morning, and this is a perfect example, I was reading, I'm taking a, a class to get my, renew my leadership certification um, for my coaching license. And I'm taking this class and I'm reading this book. And meanwhile, I've got tons of stuff for sale on Facebook marketplace. Right. (laughs) And so I'm reading this book and I'm, I'm doing my homework and this little nudge comes and is like, you should really move the car out of the garage so they can come and see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay. So I put my book away, move the car out of the garage, you know, get the, the furniture, the furniture I'm selling ready to go. And as soon as I did that, they pulled in the driveway. So when I say like I'm really just doing the next thing, it really is as practical as, hey, move the car out of the garage, as opposed to, okay, at 1145, when this interview with Veronica is over, I'm going to go and move the car out of the garage. <laughs> it, it, it's done because so, it was something I, that I just felt the nudge to follow. <laughs> there you go.
3: Last, last question. What advice would you give to the mom who felt stressed and disconnected if she was standing right in front of you? One sentence. Mm
2: -hmm. I want you to know who you are. Oh, yes. Yes. Because when you know who God says you are, then no one else's opinion matters. And who God says you are is found in the word. And I want you to get into the word of God and find out who he says you are, because I promise you this, no one can change it. He's the creator. The creator has something to say about what he creates, and no one can change that. And no one can take that away from you. That is who you are. Boom.
3: Yes. Oh my gosh. I kind of like want to just like start clapping, but I know the microphone (laughs) will go all crazy. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Sherilyn, this has been so amazing. I didn't ask any of the questions that I wanted to ask. And I'm, it just, It was complete surrender, and I'm so thankful that we were both able to go there, so thankful you were able to be vulnerable with us and share with us your story, and, and even hear mine. Thank you so much for being on here with us, and I can't wait. I can't wait to work with you more.
2: Oh, Thank you, Veronica. I'm so honored for the opportunity to speak with the women that you serve. You show up so powerfully, and thanks for inviting me in.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guests are providing legal mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one.
4: I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today.
1: Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.
4: I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliché. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to two sober girls podcast today and come follow
2: us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.